Jesus is kind of giving us a command today. Fear no one. Put your fear away. Fear only the one who can destroy the soul and the body. I guess that one's someone is God. But Jesus is not issuing a threat here today. What is the fear of God? It's awe. It's wonder. That's the fear of God. So many of our life decisions are made out of fear, though. And that's what Jesus kind of knows. As human beings, we do a lot of fearing. We uh, don't want to make mistakes that can cost us. I'll get to that in a second. I first want to look at Jeremiah the prophet today. little context here. God had sent him to the king to tell him to surrender to Babylon and Nebuchadnezzar. That's what it is. That's the context of Jeremiah today. And what is the first lines? Terror on all sides. Jeremiah is in fear. He's called the weeping prophet. I love him because he is... Um, He's just the most relatable prophet we have, I think, for us. Get a sense of his fears today. He was young. He was unsure of himself. He was emotional. He was hesitant. He was fearful. He blamed God for some things. But he questioned God. So God asked him to take that message of judgment to the elite, and he did, because he did not want to disappoint God. And that's such an important part of who we are. Jeremiah was motivated by his fear to not disappoint the Lord. That's a great position to be in. We don't want to disappoint the Lord either. But all that made Jeremiah an enemy of the people of Israel. So he is persecuted relentlessly. See, the prophets came to rescue Israel, not tell them to surrender to a foreign power. But Jeremiah, he says, terror, terror. My friends watch for my missteps. They take vengeance on me. Jeremiah is afraid, yes, but he's more afraid of not disappointing God. That's what his main fear is. He's motivated by that fear, and he does what God tells him to do. That is what Jesus is kind of saying to us today. Don't fear don't fear the one that can do your body harm. Fear the one that you disappoint and you can uh, go into everlasting torment. That's the one we want to fear, but we want to awe him. We're here. We're here. I'm preaching to the choir, thankfully. That you uh, give witness to the faith of Jesus Christ just by your presence here, saying it to others. We're in the right posture before God when we fear that we might be disappointing God, we're motivated to the point where we do not want to disappoint God. That is what motivated Jeremiah. It's what motivated the saints. We purpose in our heart to not let God down. I know that's the thing that keeps me awake at night. Am I disappointing God? Did I make the right decision? Did I do this? That's a, that's a burden all of us probably bear at some point. Am I disappointing God? I said it earlier, we as human beings, we're motivated out of our fears. And we act out of our fears. Let me give you a few examples even. So the rich, they fear being poor, of course. So they hoard money, maybe accumulate ridiculous sums. 
celebrities. They fear anonymity. They don't want to be forgotten, so they do these ridiculous stunts to get themselves back in the news, if so be. The powerful fear losing power, so they oppress. It's where bullying comes in. All of our fears, we compromise ourselves sometimes to make sure it doesn't happen, that our worst fears can't come true. That's what we do. We don't want to fear like that. We seek peace. We seek peace in the world. There's two kinds of peace. One, there's worldly peace. That's what people seek. They seek the worldly peace, money, fame, whatever it is. We seek that. There's no vision in worldly peace. No vision beyond the present. Worldly peace is easily lost. It's fragile. It's inadequate. I think of, uh, well, I think it's the NBA. One-third of all those who are retired from the NBA who have made millions and millions and millions of dollars will be in bankrupt in five years after they retire. That's kind of a fear, but they did it. They just give too much to their friends, whatever. That's what worldly peace is, that money. And it's fleeting. But then there's the peace of Jesus. Jesus' peace is connected to him. It's the source of all life. A peace that no one can take away. That's kind of what Jesus is trying to encourage us with today. After the Lord's Prayer, what do I say? I always say, the peace of the Lord Jesus be with you all. There's a distinction between the Lord's peace and worldly peace. The two are not even close. But to say just peace be with you, that could mean worldly peace. We say the peace of Jesus Christ be with you. That's what we should be offering each other today and from now on. Always be wishing the peace of Jesus because the peace of Jesus is eternal. It ends in eternity. That is our goal. Nothing can take that away from us. No one, no how can take that away and that's peace. When you've got it made like that, peace of Jesus in our hearts, in our minds, in our very being, his peace is the assurance of happiness and wholeness. Not all the time. We have moments of depression and things like that. But in the end, our peace comes from Jesus and it will be perfection. Jesus tells us today, it's beyond the hairs of our head. That's kind of worldly peace. Or the sparrows, that's worldly peace. They matter, but they're not close to being valuable as our souls are. To be motivated by a heart that I don't want to disappoint God. That's what we want. I don't want to disappoint God and motivate ourselves out of that. Because when we do that, we're seeking God at its greatest, at its highest. To seek God above all things, that is the important thing. It's a beautiful thing not to disappoint God. But that will instill peace of Jesus when no matter what happens to us, we're going to be fine.
because we have Jesus at our core, at our being, in everything we do. So we motivate ourselves with the peace that Jesus gives to us. And we fear nothing or no one.